This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm welcoming back Dr. Kevin Smith. Kevin is the Executive Director of the Baptist Convention of Maryland and Delaware. He's also been a pastor since 1994, and more recently has taught church history at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. He's also contributed to a recent book entitled, Removing the Stain of Racism from the Southern Baptist Convention. Kevin, it's great to have you on the podcast again. It is good to be here, brother. Thank you. So what verse do you have for us today? Matthew chapter 22, verse 40. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. All right, so before we go any further, you probably should clarify on what two commandments. The two commandments are what we call the great commandment, where Jesus says, quoting from Deuteronomy, Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind. In the Old Testament also says strength. And then he quotes from Leviticus where it says, And a second is like unto it, thou shalt love your neighbor as yourself. And so then if you were to put this verse, Matthew twenty two forty, in your own words, paraphrase it, what would you say? God expects us to fully love him and, and the and is in capital letters, hmm. love our neighbor. We are in a just peculiar place of false dichotomies sometimes within American Christianity uh, where the Bible will tell us to do two things and Christians act like they need to choose one or the other. Well, the Bible said do both of these things, love God and love your neighbor. And so when I'm, you know, sometimes when I'm frustrated with someone, I'll say, look, Jesus expects us to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. <laughs> Actually, some of this comes up and really throughout the history of Christianity in America, people have fussed about, Christians have fussed about the interaction between Christian faith and social impact, social engagement, how we affect the communities around us. So Mm -hmm. just kind of that nagging, who is my neighbor justification that people try to avoid sometimes in the parable of Good Samaritan. Yeah, that's a great application of exactly where these verses are pointed. So I want to read it again, but before I do that, any other background we need to know before we go into reading it? This is not good hermeneutics, but my grandmother used to say, it's in the red letters. (laughs) (laughs) I just think this is core teaching for those who call themselves disciples or followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and those red letters, those are the actual words of Jesus here. I'm going to read it again. This is Matthew 22, verse 40. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Jesus said this, all the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. So what do you think that means? What does it mean that the law and the prophets depend on love God and love people? Um, I think all of God's law can be summarized in those two commands. The uh, religious leaders are poking around and number one, trying to trip up Jesus and his teachings to diminish what the people think about him. Uh, Number two, 
also always looking for justifications for their own inconsistencies and hypocrisies. And so in the midst of that, Jesus kind of gives a summary of the law in those two commands. And, you know, I feel very comfortable describing it as a summary because, again, he, we're in the Gospels down the New Testament. And he summarizes it with a command from Deuteronomy and a command from Leviticus. And so Hmm. in a certain way, he pulls all of Scripture together there. And then you can say that the rest of the New Testament is the apostles fleshing out what he just summarized right here. Wow. So I'm curious why you picked this particular verse. What's the story here? I think historically there's parts of Christianity that have just always struggled to do both of these things. I grew up in a church that was in the urban area and had a good understanding of loving God and seeing the people around us. And I think there are too many portions, parts of Christianity that want to love God and totally do not see the people around them. Or conversely, you know, there are people that think Christianity is like a religious version of just raw social work without the initial doxological component of loving the Lord your God with everything. Hmm. And so you find people in these either-or positions. Hey, I'm about people, and I don't really care about doctrine and theology and all that. Or, hey, I'm about doctrine and theology. I don't really care about people. Right. And this verse should convict either one of those people. So as we look at this verse, you mentioned hermeneutics earlier. As we talk about like yes. ways we study the Bible, it's always a good move to ask, what does this verse teach us about God? So let's ask that question. What can we learn about our God from this verse? Well, this verse, we can learn about the exclusivity of God because he says, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so God mm. calls forth and, and, and commands the best of us, the most of us, the central priority focus from us. And then secondly, God has created all of creation. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. And so God wants us to see the they that dwell therein, see other people around us. So what makes it difficult to live out a verse like this? The Lord's put it down. He's boiled it down, summarized, as you said, into these two commandments. So it's just two commandments. So why do we find this so difficult? Well, I think from the onset, American Christian interaction with politics has been a mix of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hmm. And that type of dilemma sometimes has affected, unfortunately, Christian hermeneutics and interpretations about things or theologizing rather than just exegesis of the scripture. Uh, So, I mean, I know I I have good friends that shy away from love your neighbor because they think it makes them look like a socialist or Democrat. And I have friends that shy away from love God and live ethically and holy according to the scripture, because they think it makes them look like a Republican or conservative. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. It's in the red letters. It's transcended above these little simple temporal American political categories. So the politicization of American life gives this verse, I think, fresh import for those who desire to be committed followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what are some questions that a group of people could ask to help them think about this verse further? If they are very doctrinal, cognitive theology police type people. Um, (laughs) I'm always asking them, you know, who is your church touching? Who are you touching in your community that is broken Hmm. and that is different than you are spiritually, economically, and in a variety of ways? And if they're down at the soup kitchen and and they believe in feeding the hungry, um, I'm always asking them, do you believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? No one comes to the Father but by him. Do you believe John 14, 6? And do you worship God in that life? I I just want to help brothers and sisters, encourage brothers and sisters. When I was little, uh, (laughs) 
they had this thing on um, conjunction junction. What's your function? It's part of a schoolhouse <laughs> well, rock. I remember. And, and I yes, and so I just think we have a false dichotomy right now in American Christianity. It's been that way since the colonial era, and I think we just really need to lean into both of these things: loving God and loving our neighbor. Yeah, it's not either or; it's both and. It's both and, and so usually most people are either or, and I ask the question that pulls them all the way to the other side. So ask. I asked the doctrine heads, the Good Samaritan question, and I asked the people that want to help the Samaritan. I asked them the John 14 question, or 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 the you can say the Matthew 16 question when Jesus said, "Who do people say I am, and who do you say I am?" Hmm. You know, clear understanding of who God is, and clear understanding of seeing your neighbor. So, Kevin, would you close our time today by praying this verse for us? Father, we are thankful for the word that is a lamp unto our feet, and I pray that in the midst of a culture with economic, political, social, all types of challenges, may your people see your word as a lamp unto their feet. And in doing so, may we love you with everything that we have, our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And may we love our neighbor, uh, whether that neighbor is a neighbor we would desire to be around and a desire to love, or whether that neighbor might be like the woman at the well. May we love our neighbor as you have commanded us. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for the invitation, brother. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.